Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. So as we serve people on, in Zambia, as we serve people in Melbourne, as we serve people in Germany, as we serve Tenacious House, as we serve people in emergency need here at home in Perth and people in emergency needs around our churches around the world, as we do that and as we go and plant further churches, which is what God has called us to do, he's like, extend this family extend it around the world, and we'll, we've got places that we are looking at to extend the family. God says, when you, when you are serving me and you're resourcing what I'm building and doing what I'm asking you to do, God says, I'll take care of you. A lot of you, beyond what you know, are resourced in your life now who've been on the journey with us because you resource God's house. You honored God with your giving into God's house here and then in your missions giving. And from that, God said, I'll honor you. And not just financially, but in connections, in, in uh, meeting that person and this person and that provision and that relationship and that friendship, emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically. Some of you got healed because you started serving the Lord and resourcing his house. And he said, my healing is with you. So many things happen when you're building God's church and you are doing what God's asked you to do. And, uh, and I want to encourage everybody. Listen, God's church, just a couple of reminders here. God's church is alive and it's supernatural. Listen, this whole thing is supernatural. We're not doing some club act on a Friday night, everybody. This is the supernatural house of God. It's supernatural God's house. And if you have any other Christianity that is not supernatural and you don't see the supernatural touch of God in it, you got slipped a mickey. <laughs> Somebody has given you a fake thing because when you're doing God's will, I'm even watching a compassion child now go week by week, oh my gosh, this is supernatural. Oh my goodness, this is supernatural. Oh my gosh. So it doesn't matter. You can start broken and poor, but you start resourcing God's house, building God's house, giving to God's house, and then giving to God's plan and purpose to touch and help people here at home. And then out in the world, God says, I'll take care of you. God says, I'll start to work in your family and in your house. And God says, get ready. I'll begin to resource your life in Jesus' name. Now, the other side of it is sometimes I've got to make a change. God wants to bless me, but sometimes he's like, Jared, I need you to change now. I needed you to give me that. I need you to get, let that go. I need you to change in that area. You can't have all the resource and blessing of God and not be a faithful person. I had to learn to be faithful. I had to say, had to become a person planted in God's church. You know, a lot of any of you guys who are from a recovery center, you cannot come and do a recovery course at Tenacious or Shalom or wherever and then not be in God's house and think you're going to make it. You won't because the power is in the community of God's people. You get it, if you want to get out of a broken life, which I got out of, Pastor Spencer, you will not get out of it unless you're in the community of God's house and people. That's where the power is. Otherwise, you go back to your community of brokenness, your community of addiction, your community of alcoholism, your community of failure, your community of cynicism, your community of intellectuals who know better than God. You go and find all those people. But you've got to get into the house of the supernatural where God is saving people 
What is it from the guttermost to the uttermost? Listen, God's called us in this living, breathing organism of the house of God, the church of God. He's called us to minister to people. I love it. You come in broken you, or you come in blind. You, some of you are upward, upwardly mobile. You got the money, but you got nothing else. <laughs> got the house, but got nothing else. And God goes, hey, I'm going to now fill in the gaps for you and heal you and fill you up. And I'm going to take you from a place where you didn't know me, were broken and empty, and now I'm going to turn you into a minister. And what is that? What are we, the Bible says we're the priesthood of all believers. What does that mean? It means that we're called to minister first to God. My first ministry is to minister to the Lord. I, gotta, I minister to Him. Everybody, your first ministry is to praise the Lord. One of the greatest things you can do is stop asking God for things and start ministering to Him. You want to be a worshiper? Worship God when He's not doing anything for you. Say, Lord, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to honor you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to thank you. I'm going to bless you. And as you begin to minister to God, then God says, now I'm going to start to turn you into a minister to people. And I love it. Abraham, God's hand comes on Abraham. He calls him and then God goes straight away, go to Pharaoh. (laughs) The moment God starts to put his hand on your life, as you start to follow him, next minute God's sending you somewhere. Go there. Serve there. Love that person. Reach out to that person with the gospel. Minister to those children in Rwanda. God's like, go there. You know, um, the Latin word, missisunta, which is where we get mission from, is actually means this, sent ones. Sent ones. You know, being in a pastoral ministry, our pastoral team, we're not doing a job, in case you're wondering. This is not a job. I did not line up, put my hand up to do a job at a church. God calls you supernaturally and goes, I've called you, you're called to do this. Read Ephesians 4, it's all about that. God's called and he puts people in ministry positions. Not everybody's called to be a pastor or apostle, a prophet, a teacher of angels. Not everybody's called to that. But God calls us to equip you for your ministry. That's what we're called to do. We're called to equip you. But here's what mission is. It means that, we're called to be sent ones. Everybody here is called to be sent. Everyone. Now that means that in your life here in Perth, you're being sent into the school you're in. You're being sent into the job you're in. And you're in there either doing evangelism, you're doing pastoral, or you're making money to resource the kingdom so we can send more people. It's a threefold ministry out in the world, one of those, or all of those. But God says, you have a ministry now to other people and I'm sending you. And here's, here's what I discovered. God takes our gifts and our resources that we give Him. i got to give out my gifts, God. Here's my gift. I combine it with your gifts. Everybody here's got gifts. Did you know you have gifts? I give God, here's my gift. You give God your gift. We put our gifts together. And then God says, and our resources together through our missions, faith, promise. And God says, I'm going to minister to people now through you. You're like, what? Through us, through me, God goes, yeah, through you. Give me your resources. Give me your gifts. Bring them to the house of the Lord. Serve in the worship team. Serve in the kids. Serve in the car park. Serve in the ushers. Help here. Help there. God says, give me your gifts and put your resources there. And now I'm going to send you to Zambia. And when you go to Zambia, even in the midst of a pandemic, don't worry. I'll work through your compassion child. Don't worry. 
Because his family went through a genocide, he'll get a deal not for 500,000 US, he'll get a deal for 300. Don't worry, I'm gonna send you there. Then I'm gonna send you to Germany. Even though they just had a pandemic, I'm gonna bless them, my hands on them. I'll send people there. People be saved, people be added. Don't worry, even in Melbourne, God's like, I'm at work now, even when they've been in lockdown and shutdown. God, I'm at work, I'm at work. Because what God says, you're sent ones. You can't live your life in poverty and brokenness and selfishness and smallness when you get a revelation of, hang on a minute, I'm a sent one. <laughs> I'm a sent one. You are a sent one. At Global Heart Church, we got to get, every believer needs to get, you are called to be sent. And it doesn't mean you have to leave the country, by the way. because This is so true. To give is to go. To give is to go. When you're giving... Pastor Liam and Lisa are definitely called to go to Zambia. They're in the, they'd be in the 3% of people who could do what they're doing in Zambia. Why are they in the 3%? Because God called them to do that. He called them to do it. When we give, we're backing God's sending and who God has called. If we all do what God asks us to do, we'll all have what God wants us to have. If we all do what God has asked us to do, We'll all have what God has asked us to have. God says, pray and play your part. Pray and play your part. Pray and play your part. Where you say, God, what do you want me to do? Lord, what do you want me to give? And then God says, as you do that and you ask me, then you're going to receive, hello, what I have for your life. You're going to receive what I have for your family. You're going to receive what I have for your church. I don't know if you noticed last week. I don't think many even noticed, but... um, Layla preached and she got up and opened with the scripture that right now God's been talking to me about the whole time about what we're doing as a church with missions. I don't know if anybody in our team noticed that, but she got up and preached out of Hebrews 11, the exact verses that I've been talking about, about what God's saying to us. I just was like, and it was random to her message. It didn't even really go with her message. I was like, Layla, that's a bit random, but that's fine. But it was random because it was for me. She doesn't even know that. I was like, how is it the week before our missions weekend, you get up with Hebrews 11, which is really basically talks about, I haven't got time to read the whole thing, but it basically just talks about how, you know, in God's hall of fame, Abraham, all the men and women of God, they all saw, heard the promises of God. They're all in anticipation. But in Hebrews 11, it says they never saw the fulfillment of them. They all died in faith. And they all realized they were strangers and aliens passing through on their way to heaven to eternity. This isn't their their full stop. This isn't the end of their lives. This is passing through. And it says they did everything in faith, but they didn't see all the promises fulfilled. Do you know what, everybody? Some of the stuff we will do right now as a church, and that's why I want to say to everybody who's coming in from somewhere else, especially if you're coming from a recovery place, listen, you've got to get into God's house because when you play your part, God will do something in you and through your family that when you're gone off the planet, He'll still be working through your family. I reckon between the things we'll do in the future, Zambia, other places in Africa, other places in Europe, we'll go to Melbourne, we're in Melbourne, we're there, whatever else we're doing, what we're going to do through Tenacious House, we're not going to see the fulfillment of it. I'll be gone, you'll be gone. Sorry about that. You're passing through. You're passing through. Actually, you're going right now. You're older than you were yesterday. One more wrinkle has hit your forehead. <laughs> we're passing through. Listen, but even now I've been thinking about my grandsons who are 
Jolly's 18 months old, nearly 18 months. Micah's six, it's nearly six. Six months. They're going to see and experience. Listen to this, everybody. You're setting up future generations to walk into some of the stuff that we will set up now. What we're going to start and do now, for me, as a granddad now, Joel and Micah will be going, gee, I'm glad everybody in church in 2021 who gave to the missions program, so glad they were there and did that. Because now those little boys and your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids, they'll all be going, how did this happen in Africa? How did this happen in Europe? How did this happen in Melbourne? And it's going to be because people in 2021 said, you know what? I'm going to step up and get my missions faith promise. I'm going to play my part. I'm going to see people's lives saved and rescued. And you may never meet them this side. But I'm already knowing that Joel and Micah, God's got a great plan for them, my grandsons, who are just babies, but who will walk in and go, gee, glad everybody with old granddad. He was, he was awesome, that granddad. I'm speaking out, speaking out. That's what I'm saying. That's what they'll say. But they'll say, everybody at church with granddad, look what they were a part of. Look what they gave to. And now look what God is doing in the nations, in Jesus' name. Can someone say amen? Can someone say amen? So everybody, I hope you've looked at our missions brochure. Myola's done such a beautiful job. Some great little stories in there, but you'll get to see fully what we're doing, what we're called to do, what we're called to sacrifice for. I don't think I have a greater privilege than to be giving to what God wants to do here at home in our great city of Perth, but then out into the nations of the world. I don't have a greater privilege. Within our missions uh, booklet, you will have found the promise card. If you filled that out, we're going to let people bring that to the Lord right now. If you haven't yet filled it out, can you pray, everybody? Please don't have a boring Christian life. Please don't bore yourself as a Christian and then go, my Christian life, I don't know, it's not very exciting. The only way it will be boring is if you do nothing. But if you ask God, come on, we need some Aussies who've got, oh, I nearly said it, guts. Guts, we're in church, you people. You're in church, you're in the house of the Lord. Who've got guts to say, Lord, what do you want me to do? And tell God, I'm up for your supernatural leading, God. And I'm up for you using me. Listen, the moment you do that and you start to cross over the line, listen, you'll never be bored again. Come on, you'll never be bored again. I haven't been bored a day. <laughs> I'd actually like a boring day. Because <laughs> you start walking with God and He starts doing stuff. And then He says, hey, do this now. And you're like, really? And then you leap and you do it. And then God goes, look at that provision. Look at that provision. Look at that provision. You're like, where did that come from? How did that happen? How's that happening? How's she happening? How's he happening? How's that doing? How's that working? How's that? And God goes, it's because you asked me. And then I began to move. And then I began to move in you. Everybody, don't lead a boring Christian life. That is not God's plan for you. That's why a lot of people on the planet right now, they're so caught up in stuff. Why? No purpose. 
no purpose. Their purpose is social media. No, no, no. No, no, no. Get off that jolly thing. It's sucking the life out of you. Get in, look in the mirror at home and say, I am a man of purpose. I am a woman of purpose and my life counts on planet Earth. Come on, your life counts on planet Earth. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us and special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member, and let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.